Today is October 4th, and the Yankees have won the wild card game, and they are moving on to a five-game set versus the Boston Red Sox. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Recaps galore for weekly awards, stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. What's up, everybody? Thank you very much for tuning in to Talking Yanks and listening and saying hi and all that and engaging and supporting. And woo, baby, did the Yanks win big. Was that nice? Was that fun? Was that a huge sigh of release? My name is John Boy. I am coming to you from the Jersey Shore, and I have my co-host, Jake, coming to you from Denver. He's a transplanted Yankee fan, originally from Connecticut, This episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you by two very special people, Michael Mogren. I thought it was Morgan. It looks like it's Mogren. I think he typoed his own name. I think it's Michael Morgan. If not, I apologize. And Liam Heslin. I believe we met Liam at a game once. Thank you very much for supporting us on Patreon and sponsoring this episode. If you'd like to support us on Patreon and sponsor the next episode, which will be the ALDS game one versus the Red Sox, Go to patreon.com slash Yanks. It's $2 a month. You get your name in a hat to win a raffle at the end of every month. Daniel O'Brien won for September. Congrats, Daniel. You get live access. We have people watching the podcast live right now. They're viewing us live. They are patron supporters. They also get to watch the video at any time. If you want to see Jake's face, my face, our reactions, our thoughts, whatever. You know, sometimes video, you get that and you get some other stuff. That ends the intro and the spiel. Jakey boy, how are you? Jimmy. Jimmy, my man. Yanks won. Did you watch the game? Oh, did I ever. What What a game, man. We're, oh, I, I don't even know where to start. I think we... Do. We got to do our thing and we're going to cover everything. I'm, I'm scared to start talking right now because I'm, I'm just not going to stop. Yes, that's what I do all the time. Uh, I know. Should we talk about before the game? We did a pre-game, pre-game show on Instagram Live, and I think we're going to continue doing those throughout the postseason. So if you want our pre-game thoughts, go there. The podcast will stay exactly the same. Jake's going to burn the game, and then we're going to go inning by inning, just thoughts, players. There's, there's. I don't even know how the, how the, I don't know, I don't even remember how we did them last postseason just kind of think about the game talk about the game if you're in the live chat on patreon go to the live chat and throw questions on our way for these that would be great because if we might be so caught up in the high fear uh whatever that word is the hype of all this euphoria that we forget things so if you want to go in the pop-up chat and talk questions we're going to try and get through everything we can i think jake i think you just burn it people love the burns the burns are fun that recaps the game or do we want to talk about how fucking nerve-wracking of a day the wild card game is before we go yeah i mean we could talk nerve-wracking day we could talk nerve-wracking four weeks or so 
Uh, it's one game. We we just saw the Cubs lose essentially two one game series at Wrigley. That scared me. You know what? You know what? The, it's one game, and you're right. Like for three weeks, I remember I gave uh, my whole plan, like my whole brain. I remember giving my whole brain spiel. This is my brain, and it was like everything the Yankees are doing sucks. And if they lose the wild card game, we can scream. But if they win, then we keep going. And it's like. All of our thoughts and opinions rested on this one game for a month. It came, they dominated, it went. And now we can focus on a DS and now we can reevaluate everything. It's just like, you love Dr. Pimple Popper. It's like, we just got a geyser on the back and it's just like, ah, okay, I can go on my day. We can, we can move on. Yeah, good, good shout out for Dr. PP. Your favorites. Okay. Um, we're going to recap the wild card game. Then Boston. I don't know if we do that at the end of this or if we I just... Think we're just I think we're just going to give some Boston thoughts and then do a full Boston thing tomorrow. Yeah, I'm down with that. I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. We haven't planned that out, but I, I'm down with that. We have the off day tomorrow and then the game Friday. And I haven't even thought about Boston. Like someone in the live chat just said, are we nervous about Boston? And I haven't even thought about Boston yet. I, yeah, I, I had to Google I, when the schedule was because that's how much this one game was a fucking huge wall. The Berlin Wall. We just knocked it down. Now we can see what's on the other side. Uh, more you, more Germans. You wanted to look ahead so badly, but you knew you couldn't because you, you look like such fools. You can't. If, if there was even an ounce of hint of that. Um, yeah, I hopped on Instagram after the game just kind of talking to myself a little bit. Um, we're, we're going to be content machines in the next, <laughs> as long as the Yankees playoff run goes. And even after that, Dude, my brain I, is fried from what, how much I do. How funny was it? So people that don't know my power went out in the whole town. Right. And I tweeted that out and I was like, that sucks. And your tweet, like you saw everyone was like, go to a bar, go to a bar. Yeah. Problem solved, dude. Yeah. Just go to the bar and watch a game. Yeah. I mean, but people follow me on Twitter, so they don't know what I do. I guess they don't know how much it takes to do what I do while I watch games live. The extent. Yeah. Three but, screens, uh, five different programs. My brain's fried. Like I was making, I made a little Wayne video to the little Wayne song. Plus the home run highlight video. I made a J Cole song plus all the highlight video post them already. Content, content, content. We're going to shoot. We're going to crush it. T-shirts, t-shirts, t-shirts. T-shirts right now are buy one, get 50% off. I think, I don't know how long we're going to do that sale. Probably till the game starts Friday. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, people started asking me questions about next series. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. what? Not <laughs> even there yet. Not even there. Uh, Hap. <laughs> and then go. <laughs> Hap starting. It's in Fenway. All right, let's burn this game. Let's burn it. Jakey, burn. Burn, Jakey, burn. Bernie Williams, Disco Inferno. Mm. If you're a new listener, we may have some new listeners tonight. Yeah. Jakey Burns means he just recaps the game like old school sports center. Had some fun. Are you ready to burn, Jake? I'm ready. On your mark. Get set. Burn, Jakey Burn. Wild card, baby. Luis Severino versus Liam Hendricks, a.k.a. Bullpen Day from Oakland. Sevy mows him down in the first. McCutcheon walked to set up this. A court-ordered two-run shot by the judge. Aaron Judge has the Bronx going bonkers. It's 2-0 after one. Same score, top four. Bases loaded for the A's. Two outs. Sevy punches him out. Let's out a big roar. Top five. 
Sevy gives up two hits. First hits of the game for Oakland. Gets pulled for Delhi. Okay. Two flyouts and a K. Gets out of it. He pitches two perfect innings. Huge by Delhi. Bottom six. It's still 2 nothing. In comes Fernando Rodney. MLB record 35th season in the bigs. Judge chops a double. Hicks ropes a double. 3 nothing. In comes Trine in the closer. Zero outs. Runner on third. Stanton. Eight pitch walk. King Louis V, nine pitch, two RBI triple, Didi sack fly. Stan hits one to the moon for funsies. Bullpen does enough to hold on. Yanks win 7-2, advance to play five against the Sox. Let's go, Yanks. Fuck the wild card, wild card over. Fuck the wild card, wild card over. Whew. Nice. Okay. Wild card's tough. It's, it, dude, it's a, it's a wall. You can't... It, we won't harp on it anymore, but it's just yeah. such a blockage in your brain. And now that it's gone, it's okay. But let's talk about this game. First inning, Sevy comes out, and the qu- the tweet I saw, I retweeted it was like, Sevy can do anything on the spectrum from good to bad tonight, and I won't be shocked. And that's crazy. And I think it was uh, Collins, minor league beat reporter that wrote that, and he was right. And then right away, dude, strike one, strike two, strike three. Hey, Martini, you're a rookie. You shouldn't be starting this game. You're fucking out. Three pitches. Sevi announces his presence with authority. Then you get the nice play by Voigt on Miggy's bad throw. And then, you what, another strikeout? Yeah, and then another strikeout. And it's just like, oh, my God. The crowd after the third strikeout? Ooh, I mean, that... How much would you say the one, two, three inning and then the crowd p- helped Judge's home run? Is that the you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about it coming in that the, the crowd would be a big factor. And I know that's a weird thing to say in sports because you don't want to... The guy that actually thinks they're affecting the game is the worst guy. But oh, when, the you're worst gonna, when you're at the when, stadium. When you're going to use this many pitchers... You're setting yourself up for someone having a bad day and being shook. And essentially, I mean, Oakland had, what, two guys have bad days? And that was kind of the difference. And it hindsight's twenty twenty, and it's easy to say this, but I said a lot of this stuff before the game. Liam Hendricks. I, I mean, you've got a lot of talented guys in this bullpen, some guys that have pitched a lot of big games, and you're throwing Liam Hendricks out there to start? And and again, I, I don't want to sound peacocky right now, but I, I said this to you before the game, so you can confirm. If McCutcheon got on, I thought we were scoring. You did say that, and, and everyone said, like, okay, starter's cool, but Liam Hendricks? All his and stats I, are bad. All his I stats at Yankee Stadium were bad. All his stats against the Yankees weren't that great, besides one inning this year was good. He's been the opener eight times, and he's had a 2.08 ERA, so I'm guessing he's in eight times he's given up two runs. I, I, I don't have the stats, so I'll stop dancing around it. But it's Liam Hendricks, and it's the wild card game, and the whole point of the opener is to get through the team's three best hitters and get out of the inning clean. And you're not throwing one of your best pitchers, and it's in the Bronx. And I'm telling... We talked about this. Sevy, he got the last out strikeout, so the crowd's already going nuts. 
McCutcheon walks and he's on base. And now Liam Hendricks has to get through Judge Hicks Stanton at the minimum to get three outs with a runner on first and no outs. I, I, I'm just not buying it. And he, he made, he left the one pitch up to, to Judge and he connected and Judge, man. I mean, do I, I was just going to say, do we start there, even though we've been talking for 10 minutes? But you kind of do start there, because like, we, we've come blind to how special it is. No, Judge is so special. I think this was a, a huge reminder how special he is. I mean, he's got two home runs and two wild card games now. So they said like six home runs in postseason now, in like two two years in a game. Yeah. It, I mean, he is our leader on the field, off the field. Like, Judge, the biggest lesson we learned from 2018 was that Judge is this team and this city. Like, the entire landscape of the team and the fan base changed when he stepped on the field as a defensive replacement and didn't even get an at-bat. From then on, this team's been better. Sure, like, Kutch came and he's done good and Luke Voigt's been crazy, but Judge was the glue that started that. And then right then, he's the leader. And just the reaction. And then I really thought we were going to... We, we kind of did the thing where you just level out, and that was, that was scary. Sevy got in some trouble. So if we move on, the the second inning, Sevy gets one, two, three again. We get two runners on in the in the bottom of the second. Gary, two... Because they brought in that Trevino. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, people talked about the leveling out, but Trevino's really good, and he pitched really well. Yeah, he was really nasty. And the funny thing was, he was so nervous at the beginning, the crowd got in his head, he walked two guys, and that bullpenning was a bad strategy because every pitcher couldn't get into the... Like, how... like when, So every pitcher came in and then had to deal with the atmosphere. And they had to get through that tough part. And we saw Trevino struggle with it, but eventually Gary hit the double play and Glaber had a horrible at-bat to let him off the hook that first inning. Then for two more innings, Trevino settled in once he got used to it. But then we saw the witch, Trinan, come in and he had to deal with the atmosphere. So every time they brought in a new guy to Yankee Stadium, it was like, well, he has to adapt to us now, to the crowd. So the crowd, I mean... You're just dancing with the devil too much with that many relievers. I I think if Oakland re if Oakland got the chance to replay this game, I think they start Trevino because hey they pitched him for what into into three innings today. So knowing you you have a guy that you can even push like that, like Oakland. Let's be honest, Oakland was praying for Liam Hendricks to get through one clean inning, and Trevino is a guy that they thought they could push three out of. And, man, the other thing, and I don't want this to turn into an Oakland bashing, how do you start, how do you lead off Nick Martini? That was, I, I, th- I mean, in, I our think- pre, in our pregame show, we said that that lineup was stupid as shit. I was smiling ear to ear when I saw they had Chris Davis fourth, and then Sebi did it. If, if you replay that game and you're Oakland, and, again, who, who, who the fuck are we? The guys who won, hello. Um, I... <laughs> I think you, I think you bat Lowry leadoff, Chapman two, and Davis three hole, and I think that's obvious. No, 
Yes, but whatever. You, we don't. No Jed one Lowry had crazy numbers off Sevy, and it's just like Nick Martini. This guy's played fifty three major league games. Yeah, what, no, you're gonna let you're gonna let Sevy basically get the first out after last year's wild card. Yeah, I mean that's that's just folkish. But back to Yanks. Back to Yanks. Yeah, no one cares about the Oakland guys. They suck. They lost it. So so I mean, can we? I'm. Can we jump a couple innings? Because you're right. I mean, Trevino kind of shut us down. Well, I want to talk it, about Gary had that double play later on. He right. hit into what would have been a double play, but he beat it out. So offensively terrible. But Gary was fantastic behind the plate. Um, Maybe not fantastic. Well, yeah, actually, he was. No, he was. He was. He had a great he, game behind the plate. He was really good. No. And even the TBS announcers, who I don't listen to that much because I'm doing so much stuff on my own, but everyone seemed to hate him. They, were, they even said, like, he got soft hands. When, they, when Seve was in that bases loaded jam, which we can jump to now, he was blocking balls in the dirt like perfectly. They were on the same page. I was listening to Mike Francesa earlier today when I was driving around in fits of anxiety, and the entire conversation was: if you're gonna choose Sevy, you have to choose Romine. If you wanna, if you wanna play Sanchez, you gotta pitch Hap. They can't go together. And it was a valid like it was valid because they had been a terrible combo, be on the same page and all that. And tip of your hat to the analytics team to Boone, to Cashman, to whoever, like, you know, the whole group that made that decision, because Seve and Sanchez worked. Seve went scoreless through four. I think I think they didn't pull him in time, but it worked out in the end, which is, that's what we'll, we'll get to that now, I guess. I think that's the next talking point. Seve gets out of the bases, loaded jam, and you think he's done. He's gone through four, no hit ball, two walks, a couple errors, some double plays that should have been turned behind him. It would have been even easier, but he's coming up on the third time through the order. Boone sends him back out. At the time, were you a fan of it or not a fan? I kind of was a fan of it. I've I've always been a... If he hadn't given up a hit... That was the big um, thing. That was like... And and I, almost, I was scared to tweet it out where I was like, Seve not giving up a hit could be the worst thing that happened to the Yankees because I think if he had... If you traded one of those walks for a hit, I don't think he goes out on the mound there. But was, the guy hadn't been touched. <laughs> that was going to be my very specific question. If you if you trade yeah. one of those walks for a single, hard hit single, is he does he start the fifth? And I don't think and, he does. And that was the part we you touched on a little bit, but we skipped over it. Top four, Oakland loaded the bases. Uh, they couldn't they couldn't turn the double play. Was that what happened? Yeah. And then, Andy Hart spiked a ball, and then Voigt couldn't scoop it. The the throwing error. Yep. And then there was an Olsen walk, and then Loriano had a great at bat, kind of my boy. Um, and then he struck out Simeon. So yeah, I think he was around eighty pitches. It's two nothing. But yeah, he hadn't been hit, so they throw him out there. Dude, and at sing- two nothing, I was so scared because home run obviously makes it four to two in going into the fifth inning or bottom four or whatever, like deep in the middle of the game, uh, a, a single ties it probably. Yeah. I was so scared that at bat, that was the most nervous. That was when I was like, okay, get some more fucking runs guys. If we're going to do this every inning and then we do it, we don't get any runs. We have a really bad offensive at bat. And then we do it the next inning. Dellen comes out of the bullpen. Uh, that's a shocking move. I don't think anyone Anyone would have predicted Dellen being the first out of the pen, especially with two runners on and no outs. Yeah, and I I don't know if we want to have this talk right now, but everyone, everyone anticipated Chad Green being the first guy out of the pen, kind of in any situation, unless they were purely planning going Seve to Hap, like 
no no heart just playing it by the book um but yeah going to delhi and boy how good did he look how composed did he look he had he had two sliders get away from him on lowry that were supposed to be outside and they were inside and gary snagged him but dude cool as a cucumber and what a performance redemption thy name is Dellen. yeah because this guy was, we had a wild card game last year where we bullpen dated, Jake. We went Chad in the first inning, then D-Rob, and Dellen didn't get the ball. Unintentional bullpen day. You know what? Dellen didn't get the ball. I know. And now he's going two innings. Hey, uh, if you're out there and you're trying to say you weren't second-guessing two-inning Dellen, then one, you haven't watched Yankees baseball this year, this season, and two... You're just a liar. If you weren't second-guessing two-inning Dellen, I think you're nuts. But Boone wasn't. And Boone said in his postgame, he's a stud. I wanted him out there. It's like simple as that. Yeah, so I, two things. Um, on Deli and Gary and his blocking balls today, I got a really good tweet. And someone just said, you don't punt on talent. Yeah. And those two guys are super talented, and it ended up paying off. And, Jimmy, this is going to be my other quick hitter that people aren't going to love because it's easy to do. But after watching where Delhi was last year in October and where he is now, hey, any of you Greg Bird and Sonny Gray haters, those guys can be back next season in a big way. Yeah. So I, I know you don't love hearing that, and they're pretty much done for the rest of this season. They are, but you, they're, they're not on the roster. They're not going to be on the roster. But I, 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 I was on the mic saying I, didn't, I thought Delhi would get traded in spring training because he had more value to another team. And now look. So. No, he's awesome. And he's a little cocky. Stevy with the roar. Delhi with the little whatever the fuck he does after he strikes guys out. That was awesome. And then we go into the bottom of the fifth, and they still don't do anything. Yeah. Top six, D. Rob comes in. Oh, what did he? No, th- no, that was that was Delhi's second inning. Oh, okay. So Delhi's yeah. second inning was top six. Yep. So then bottom six, they bring in Trinan. No, they bring in Rodney, Rodney. who was the Rodney. one guy we said in our pregame show we'd love to see. Give me Dude, Rodney. Give me I'm, him. I, I've been peacocking, man. Like a lot of stuff. I said, like normally you and me are talking. We this is a fun podcast. We we kind of know Yankees. We kind of. We know Yankees. We kind of know baseball. We don't overstep our limits. We're, we're rarely going to say, oh, Luis Severino, how could you throw a change up there? Because he's the guy that's the major league pitcher, and he's got a game plan, and it is what it is. Dude, Rodney is meat. This guy's been in the league forever. He's got two pitches. We got to him last time in Oakland. I mean, I, when, the Yankees, when the Yankees saw him come in, their eyes had to light up. Ours did. Yeah. And then he got lit up. And but not really. I mean, the Judge first one was fluky. Who cares? Judge, if you if you didn't see it and but you're listening to the podcast, <laughs> uh, hi. But <laughs> what up? So Judge swings super late. I, I'm assuming it was a Rodney fastball. Yeah. And he hits it and it lands on the ground in foul territory outside the left-handed hitter's batting box and has so much spin on it, it chops and spins fair down the line, easy double, and then Hicksy comes up and ropes a double. And then one pitch, 
and then he gets yanked for treening in the sixth, which, uh, Jimmy, I've already give Bob Melvin and the A's enough crap, but you, you want to talk about that? Because I, I don't have nice things to say. About treening? All right, I'm going to say it. I, I just don't see why you bring him in there. You, there's a runner on third with no outs, and Treenan's got strikeout stuff. I think he's got 100 Ks and 80 innings. We skipped, which is, we skipped Voight's triple. No, 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 because they brought Treenan in, and he walked Stanton. Yeah, but first Hicks hit a double off of— Yeah, I, men- I mentioned the Hicks double. Okay, well, the Hicks so, double, they're playing the infield in, or like some weird infield. Um, yeah, and there was that, no, there was the, there was the weird pass ball that set up, it was, it didn't get past him, like, it went off Lucroy's toe, and was just sitting there, so Hicks takes third, and then they have the infield in, <laughs> with Chapman playing midway slash back at third, because Giancarlo hits the ball the hardest in the league, it's, I've, I've never seen that, have you seen that? No, that was weird, just scared. I'm just saying... I realize this is do or die, and you want to get innings out of Trinan, but there's a runner on third with no outs. I, it's 90% that guy's going to score, and I just don't know. You, you end up burning. Trinan throws 20 pitches that inning. They still get to him. But, I mean, what so, are you going to do? They're losing, and they need to hold it, so they bring in their best pitcher. I don't, I don't think that's a bad call by them. They said he was going to throw three innings this game. I just didn't love the move because even if you come back, I mean, they didn't use, they used Trevino, who's their two guy. They didn't use, who's the guy that used to be the Mets closer? Familia. I think I would go to Familia there just because say you do get back in the game. Now you've already burnt your closer and now Familia or Ryan Dull or some random guy is going to be in the, in the game. I, I mean, I'm I'd, sorry. I disagree. I'd go train in there. I'd lock it up with your best, and then when you close it, it's the same thing we said a couple weeks ago when they would bring in other guys in before the best. Like, I'd bring train in there. I thought it was fine. But Trinan got wild the crowd. Like, Voight, Stan put together a hell of a bat to work the walk. Eight-pitch eight walk, yeah. Then goes to second on the pass ball, what, stolen base, whatever the hell that was. And then Voight puts together just an incredible at bat. I think... F- we went to th- it was it was two zero and eventually went to three and two, which that's not a good spin, but whatever. At three two, he fouls three pitches off, and Trinan's got nasty stuff. And then Trinan finally gives in. He thought he crushed it off the bat. I thought, I mean, it was like six inches away, so whatever. But he does. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he crushed it. I think he just <laughs> went full short porch in his head. And you can't you can't be upset because he's still got a triple out of it. So whatever. Yeah. and two RBIs. But Voight, dude, he is energetic. He said in his post game, "I don't think you'd ever guess I'd be the one to have a triple and score on a sack fly." <laughs> First ever triple. Oh, what did you think about the replay on sack fly that Didi popped him in on? Because I thought he was out. Uh, I thought it's probably one of those. If he was called out, you have to call it out. But I, dude, it was one of those classic. Like the two different camera angles told me two different stories. Yeah. Because the the one the overcam, it looks like he tags him, but it almost it looks like Voigt's hand is over the base, like not on the base. And then you see it from the side camera, and it looks like Voigt's hand is on the plate. Excuse me, and the tag hasn't been made yet. So it's one of those kind of a tough call for Oakland. You can't overturn it. Um, 
I I don't know. So could have could have gone either way. And then and then Stan hit his home run off training, right? Bomb home run. Yeah, yeah they tried so, to throw him for a third inning, and it was the first batter of the third inning. That was a monster shot, dude. Yeah, and I la- last thing about the Luke Voigt at bat. It was the same pitch, 3-2, three, three times, inside sinker, 96, 96, 96, and he fouled it off the same way every time. He just chopped it down the third baseline foul, and then he throws the slider and does it. Um, yeah, then, I mean, it's 6 nothing. Uh, A's go down, 1-2-3 for Robinson. When I say one Robertson, 1-2-3, Simeon lines up to defensive sub Echeverria with an incredible catch. And did you see him getting pulled in the sixth inning? I mean, he did he make the last out that inning? Let me see. Yeah, he wasn't going to get up again until the eighth, I think. But, but either way, man, Boone pushed all the right buttons. The brass choosing Severino turned out to be good. I mean, bringing in Batances, no one would have thought to bring in Batances with two on. No one. I mean, I wouldn't have done it. I think a lot of the fan base wouldn't have done that. That worked. Putting Batances out for a second inning when you have Chad, D-Rob, Britton Chapman, that worked. And Jim, I, I know you you had a lot going on. I, I killed the Twitter game tonight, Avi. But do you think about how long Oakland probably scouted Chad Green? Thinking he was going to be the first one out. Thinking they were going to get probably two innings out of Chad, maybe in the second inning, maybe in the first inning. And then to go to Delhi there, no Chad Green. I mean, that's almost a little trickeration from Los Yanks. And they did what you said they were going to do, where the big five, not counting Holder, the other big five, they were going to try and do it with four just in case it gets tied and you have to go 10. You have one of those guys left over. They left Chad as the potential if we tie it and has to go extras. We need one more lockdown guy as the 10. That was slash if Chappie didn't have it. Slash, this, this is the first time we've seen electric Chappie oh, in a while, yeah, which dude. is awesome. That was awesome. Uh, so Stan, uh, Stan tax on the run. What, well, dude, I, I want to hop back top seven. Robertson comes in. Simeon hits a bullet to Echeverria at third. If you didn't see that play, that was incredible. Um, and then, so after that, LaCroix lines went out to left center, pure left center. And luckily, again, talk, nobody talks about outfield shifts too much. They had the full outfield shifted to the right, and McCutcheon was there, which we were really close to back-to-back doubles, which would have changed the game a little bit. And then D-Rob strikes out Nick Martini, because why are you there? <laughs> um, clean – or no, we, we, we half missed an inning too, Jim. So we go um, – Trinan gets the Yanks, and then Britton comes in. So I, I kind of had this order of operations too. And Britton gets touched up a little bit. Chapman hits a nice single, and then Chris Davis goes oppo taco. So it's 2-6. It's, it's uh, a – a single at back game? What's the phrase? What do you call that? Oakland can tie it with one swing potentially. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. A close game. But yeah, so it's it's a four run game. Britain finishes out the inning with enough. There was a four pitch walk to Piscotti in there, um, and then Stanton first batter in the eighth just hits. It's it's funny. I think it's starting to get funny to describe stuff because you're always looking for new cool terms because like, a term like moonshot has been used a ton. 
Yeah, so that was a moonshot, Jim. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. And he stared it down. Chappie's reaction was awesome. Um, are you at all gonna be like, well, it was a tack on home run, so it doesn't matter? Because in the postseason, I don't give a fuck about uh like attack on home runs unless it's like ten nothing in the ninth. It was hey. it was a four run game. That's- I just said it's a it's a one swing game or whatever term we want to make up, and he got it off of Trenin. A guy who's going to get Cy Young votes this year, and maybe the is it still the Rolades reliever of the year? I'm, How about Rolades checking I, out dough for that? I have no idea. Um, but yeah, Stanton, an absolute moonshot. It was about twenty feet over the foul pole, and dude, I again, Jim, we'll we'll see if this comes to fruition. But I was feeling Nostradamusy. I said if Stanton got a homer in this game, I think. He's gonna be have a nut job playoffs. You did because like, because like I said, dude, I compare him to a Rod. They're the kind of these Greek god type guys who are just have insane work ethics and aren't just kind of natural. I I don't don't have the natural Jeter judge in them. And dude, I think that's big for Stan. His first playoff game to see to have him see himself do that and not go into the Red Sox series thinking, oh, I need to get that first playoff home run. I think that's huge. Look at the slump the guy went in trying to get number 300. Yeah. So the only thing we need to correct is Gary didn't get offense going, and Glaber's first at-bat was yikes. Glaber like, looked 21, and Britain. You got to throw Britain in there. Oh, dude, yeah. Well, I mean, I blocked Britain out of my brain completely. But, I mean, Chris Davis will get his, and it was a wall scraper. But still, no one else did it. So, Britain, come on, dude. Come on. Come on, dude. Yeah. Come on. He's he's just another another guy you can almost tell instantly if you're getting good Britain or bad Britain. <laughs> yeah, which is how Batansis used to be. That wraps up that game. Right. I think we're good. Uh, in the end, I think, okay, let's go through. McCutcheon did what McCutcheon needed to do. Get on base for the big boys. Judge did exactly what Judge needed to do. Hicks, he got an RBI double. Hicks, great game. Stanton, he got a hit, scored two runs, a walk, a stolen base, an RBI. Stanton, good game. Voight, Voight one swing. We said we'd rather have Voight have one big hit than two singles because the, the you said you'd rather play Voight. You said you would rather start Voight and he go one for four than start Neil Walker and he go two for four because when Voight does connect, it brings that energy and it does. And so Voight, good game. Neil Walker comes as we use three defensive replacements. Etch, Neil Walker, and Gardner. I think we're gonna see that a lot. So we better have Yeah, I was I was a little surprised to see Neil Walker at first because I will Voight isn't a good defensive first baseman, but I mean we <laughs> you you talked about it. I mean Neil Walker was new to the position last year. He's <laughs> Neil's what Neil's doing Neil for this Walker. team is unsung. Unsung I mean, he didn't play third or first at all in his career, and now he's playing him regularly for the Yankees as a defensive replacement. Do you yeah, think- I know ba- baseball's changed a lot, and we we look back at those '90s teams, and everyone says, "Yeah, Tim Raines was on the bench." If this Yankees team does something special, they're gonna say like Neil Walker was on the bench. That guy used to have 25 homer seasons, switch hitter, blah blah blah. Yeah, uh, Didi Gregorius, one hit, and then the RBI sack fly. Good game from Didi. Anduar had one hit, and he had a four-pitch walk versus Trevino. 
which, I mean, Andujar has a four-pitch walk, and then Glaber goes up there swinging out of shoes, kind of reverse a little bit. But Andujar also had two bad throws. One Voight saved him. The other Voight couldn't save him. I'm going to say Andujar didn't have the best game. I'm not going to say bad. It can clearly have been better. The hit helps. I'm going to kind of go against you there, man. He he made the plays at third. The Voight pick was low-key an ugly pick. He had the glove the wrong way. I don't care, dude. Anduar could have lobbed that ball. He straight spiked it from 40 feet away. I know it, I know it, that you it, have to make if the Vo- pick. If Voight, if Voight picks it, are we talking about it? I know yes, this goes back yes. to the Red Sox yeah, game. I will always, always blame the guy who throws it in the dirt rather than the guy who could have picked it and should have picked it. Throw the ball to <laughs> his chest. Bert? Yeah, throw it to his chest. It's a. It was a. It was, he had all the time in the world. He could have lobbed yeah. it over there. Yeah, I mean, Bert, Birdie got a lot of guff in that Red Sox game. I I know he but was not also for me. I will a always, target. I will always blame it on the thrower. I might re-listen to that. Um, but I, I'm I'm always I, I'm on saying, the thrower. Andujar Andujar picked it cleanly. He he got a walk. He got on base in his two at bats. He made two nice fielding plays at third. The throws weren't great. Um, I mean, we're a pick away from not talking about it. I know people said he had a bad game, but dude, this, this goes back to what you replied to someone on Twitter. Like what, what do we expect? Well, I didn't say he had a bad game. I just said, didn't have a good game right in the middle. I think he had kind of a good game. No, nah, I don't think so. I mean, he, he put us in that. He got basis. two at bats. He got a single and a walk. Yeah. He had a good game offensively, but he, but he put us in a he had an Andujar game defensively the first play of the game was the backhand chopper but an, and he made that play which scared the hell out of everyone an Andujar defensive game is a poor game he's a bad defensive player what would you rate scale of one to ten what would you rate Andujar's game today 5.1 Two ep- that's a joke dude he could have hurt us really bad if Sevy doesn't get out of that and he but he didn't I two at bats he had a hit and a walk he Voight picks that. We're not even talking about it. If he throws it straight, we're not even talking about it. All right. You can't blame it on Voight. Echeverria. It was an ugly pick. Ugly pick. Sure. He had the glove the wrong way. Sure, dude. He should have thrown the ball at his chest because he was 30, 40 feet away, and it was a, he had all the time, and it was an easy play. But he very, has very bad mechanics. Yes. Yes. It's not surprising, but it's still all his fault. Eka Echeverria, he got two at-bats in the end, but whatever, he made that play, did exactly his job, so good game. Gary 0 for 3, solid defensively, um, but the bat, he hit that one ball right over the base, uh, so that always sucks, new baseball. But whatever, Gary, get the pitchers through it, and I'll uh, and then have, when you clobber it, it better count. Um yeah. I, that was I, I'd give Gary like I'd give Gary like a five point or six. Well, I'll give Gary like Gary had a good game. He didn't fuck us over defensively, and that was the scariest thing in a one game playoff. Yeah, I mean his the the one up the middle was a ten hopper, and it wasn't a shift because normally they play the second baseman there in the shift. There was a runner on first. He beat out the double play, so you can't even say like the shift monster got him or anything like that. Um, yeah, I mean, he didn't look great at the dish. He didn't strike out, and he he played good defensively, which is more important. More important at the catcher position. And then Glaber went 0 for three. He was the only one that I thought looked like really bad at plate. He he got a his at bats later on looked better. He po- poked one into left field just right at the guy on a two strike pitch, 
but he was yeah. he was down in the count, two strikes. He looked like nervous jitters, young young player in his first postseason game. So hopefully he has a little talk with himself and gets the jitters out and is fine. It's out of the way, kid. Yep. All right, Sebi. I mean, Sebi looked. I mean, it's crazy that we only wanted four innings, but whatever. That's exactly what we needed with the one game short leash game anyway. Dellen looked amazing. D Rob was. I don't even remember. It was pretty boring. Britain bad. Chapman looked good. Robertson was Robertson line looks better than it was. He gave up the edge line drive and <laughs> the kind of bomb to Lucroy, but McCutcheon was positioned there. Um, dude, uh, Chapman's one of the big stories from this. It, two days ago, we were saying we think Britain's going to close, and then Chapman comes out with that one hundred and one gas. Yeah, that was wild. We haven't seen that since he came. He's totally a turn it on guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he gets jazzed up. All right, so tomorrow we will come out with a little mini-sode preview of the Red Sox series because, like Jake and I said, we have not even thought about it. I need to look at everything before I can talk about it because the mental block was up. I will say this. uh, I'm confident we will give the Sox a series. I'm not going to be here and say we're going to fucking smash them. It's ours. We do have to play two on the road. Uh, I think the team is in a good state. I think, weirdly enough, having to play the wild card and then winning gives you like such a momentum boost going into game one. You've already played a playoff game and won it before. You're at the casino with free money, Jim. Yep. So uh, I'm confident. I'm not worried. Like I'm, I'm not sick to my stomach because the one game, the one game playoff. Oh, fuck the one game playoff. Let's Here's what the, the, announce, the announcer said this a little bit, that the pressure was on the Yankees because you're the better team in the one game playoff. And, and this, this isn't a shot at Oakland. They entered the year with the lowest payroll in the league. The Yankees are much more talented. I'm, I, that shouldn't be a shot across the bow, but some people might think that. I mean, the Red Sox, after the season they've had, now have the Yankees coming into town after months of, Oh, I mean, they were pissed off at us because the Yankees got so much hype before the season. And then the Red Sox came out and had an incredible regular season. They're challenging the win record for a little bit. And now the Yankees are coming to town in a five-game set to try to, to that could end their season. And so I just talked about the talent gap between Oakland and New York. The talent gap between New York and Boston, I mean, you could cut with a knife. This was, this was Twitter... For about two months <laughs> uh, before the season started with all the Xander over Didi, Didi over Xander, Bogarts over Drury, like all of those tweets. I mean, the reason there were so many of those, because they are so, they are matched up so tightly. And yeah, I, I mean, I'll, we'll, we'll save the rest for, for tomorrow's pod. But man, if, if they can get one in Boston, Jim. Yep. That's one in Boston. That's what I would like. Woo! All right. Thank you guys very much for listening. We love that you enjoy listening and being part of the show and engaging. Send in any questions. Join on the Instagram live Friday before the game. We'll tweet out the time we're going to do it beforehand. But we went on for like maybe 20 minutes and just talked about the game and the matchups and the lineup and all that. And then uh, answered some questions on Instagram Live, Talking Yanks on Instagram. We're going to do that before every postseason game. We're going to have a podcast after every postseason game. We're guaranteed three more. Let's go. Shirts, right now, 
at TalkingYanks.com if you want to get some of the shirts. We got some pretty cool ones. They are buy one, get one 50% off if you use the code OCTOBER, all capitals, OCTOBER. The shirt, 276 home run record where the, the numbers are made up of all the players who hit it. That's probably my favorite shirt right now. But CC, that's for you, bitch, is the most popular. Rate, review, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for making this the most enjoyable season um, for me, following from a fan perspective. I mean, so uh, let's keep going. We're happy to be happy you're with us. And if you're new, thank you for joining. Thank you very much. Jake, any last words? Not, not to get too sentimental, but I mean, this this has been your career for a little bit. This is becoming my career. And not only was it our favorite team on the line today, but it was like <laughs> the potential end of like this year for us. I don't know. It was really weird. Uh, so happy we won. All the stuff Jimmy just said about shirts, Patreon, everything. Anything you guys do helps us and lets us do more, and we're we're thirsty to do more. So, yeah, thank you, thank you guys so much. It's one a.m. We sat down at six to do the pregame show, and then I've just been like my brain's been a, like a hermit's in a little rolling cage during the game. But it's it was this what a fantastic night. I'm gonna I gotta go pass out. I gotta edit this for a couple hours and pass out. But thank you very much again. Love you guys. See you later. Go Yanks. Go Yanks. Go Yanks. Go Yanks, go Yanks, tell them grandma. Go Yankees.